Welcome to the Fuck It Bucket podcast. We are Kylie and Diana, two best friends dedicated to never saying someday again. In this episode, we talk about the life-changing mantra of if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. Be prepared. We drop a lot of F-bombs in this episode, but we also drop a lot of truth bombs. We're about to give you the one and only tool you will ever need to find your alignment and figure out when to say fuck yes and when to say fuck no. Let's get into it. So, wasn't last week's episode so fun with Grandpa and learning about how he has said so many yeses in his life? I mean, 88 years of yes, that's a lot of yes. That's a lot of living life to its fullest, like he said. You know, like how no is entirely fear-based, and I think that's something that I really want to talk about today because I know we have opinions on both ends of the spectrum. We are such advocates for saying yes and living a life of yes, but we're also recent ambassadors of saying no, and I want to talk about that today. Yeah, I think that's this is going to be a really good episode. I'm excited um, to talk about our philosophy. So, my some a saying that has really changed my life and I can't remember exactly where I heard it it might have been Rachel Hollis um I've seen it on TikTok a little bit but it is this if it's not a fuck yes it's a fuck no and since implementing that into my life I have had radical changes in my overall happiness in the quality of relationships and the quality of life that I've experienced. Um, and it's really kind of, it, it rocked my world a little bit. It I was, think it's transformed you from the inside out. Yeah, it, it really has because I'm, I'm an innate people pleaser. And I also have done a lot of things throughout my life about out of obligation. And I think when I ask myself, is this a fuck yes or a fuck no? I really, it, it creates a lot of clarity for me because sometimes I'm like, well, like there's nothing wrong with this or it's okay. Well, no, like if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. So this can apply to something as simple as if you are at the store and you're shopping for clothes and you're like, well, the shirt's nice. Like maybe I'll wear this on a rainy Tuesday. We've talked about this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but you're not like, wow, I'm going to grab this out of my closet tomorrow. I can't wait to wear this. I love this shirt. Don't buy it. Correct. It's not a fuck yes. You'll never wear it. And then you're going to be creating a closet of like, meh, Or maybe like I think about going to like a hairdresser and they're like, let's try like to chop it all off and, you know, give you a new look. Like for me, that's terrifying. I love my long hair and that would definitely be a fuck no. And so I know a lot of people that of course you have this trust in your hairdresser and your people and and you'd be like, well, maybe like I trust your expertise. So let's try it. Mm -hmm. But it's a maybe, right? It comes from such a place of like uncertainty almost. And That's when I would implement our little philosophy here of like, is this a fuck yes? 
probably not for me at least chopping off my hair so that would be a fuck no and it creates this like conscious moment of confrontation with the decision in front of you and I think that's where you're pulling like you get so much clarity when you ask yourself this because it's a it's the decisive moment it's when you have to make a decision one way or the other instead of living a wishy-washy life and giving out maybes left and right and I think that's how it's like completely rocked your world and I would rather live a life of fuck yes than a wishy-washy life absolutely so I think that this kind of goes back to what we talk about with we want to say a lot of yeses and we want to say a lot of noes so we like to say yes in our life but we like to say yes to the things that are in alignment and the things that light us up and bring us joy and just fulfill our lives. Um, and I think in order to get to those like yeses that resonate and they're so enthusiastic, you have to go through this practice of saying no. And, you know, earlier this year, and I think we talked about this in episode one, Kylie bought me this book by this author, Sarah Knight, who has rocked my world. Yes. (laughs) And it's all about, it's called Fuck No. And it's all about, you know, she's this author and advocate for the life-changing magic of not giving a fuck. And she's written the No Fucks Given Guides and now Fuck No. And it's all about this practice and this, like, it's really hard. It's really hard to say no. And I think uh, a lot of times in society and in families and in friendships and relationships, we are mm, encouraged and I, I don't want to say pressured, but you you have this feeling of like obligation. obligation and guilt and you want to say yes. And of course you want to say yes to the people you love. And ultimately it goes back to are you pouring from an empty cup or are you giving after you've filled your own soul you know and that's where I find alignment right exactly and I think too when when you start saying no you realize that most people around you don't care as much as you think they do Mm -hmm. and you're also going to be admired and people are going to be attracted to you when you're living a life of fuck yes when you're living a life of alignment and you're living your best life I've found that that is what has attracted people to us. Absolutely. Actually, Sarah talks about that in her book. She says, when you are able to give a no, you actually are teaching people and elevating the other person to learn how to receive no's. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, inspiring them to feel like they're able and have the confidence to give out no's in their life. And it's such a dance and it's such a practice and, you know, it, it, that's the thing is that it's really a practice because it's hard. Right. You know, it can exactly. be. It can be. Exactly. And there's only so much, so many fucks, as Sarah says, that you have in your cup or in your day or in your energy that you can give. So when you're giving these fucks to things that aren't, that you're just doing out of obligation or aren't what you really love or want... It could just be something that you're like, okay, I don't mind this, or I don't mind doing this work or taking on this client, but it's not a fuck yes, mm-hmm. then you're spreading yourself so thin and you're not allowing the room for those things that are in complete alignment, which I think you've experienced. Um, 
I have, and and especially relating to clientele, like what I've found is in the launch of my business and the growth of the past four years, I have said yes to certain projects and certain clients that may not have been 100% in alignment. That's not to say that the projects weren't amazing and the relationships I built with my clients were beautiful and lifelong, but the where I'm going with my company and the most aligned version of my clients and the most aligned version of my brand requires ruthless fuck yeses and cherry picking, right? That's yeah. everybody's dream is to cherry pick their clients. And I had to go through this transition period of feeling, I had so much guilt about turning projects away and not only guilt, but fear too, well, shouldn't I say fuck yes to this project because what if I don't get another project? How can I turn away business? That's such a hard thing I think for entrepreneurs is Mm -hmm. turning away business seems so opposite of what we're trying to do. And so I had to go through this phase of learning how to say no. Mm -hmm. And, And what that did, like you said, is create this room and this space to attract what I now attract, which is the most aligned clientele, my dream clients, one after another. And I think that that's where I see my most, like my biggest transformation in my business and my life. And, you know, it's, it's hard to get there though. It is hard to get there. And, and like another thing that Sarah says is, you know, kind of like what you said, like the number of you personally have to give is a finite and precious commodity Mm -hmm. and you have to look at your fucks as your time money and energy and create a fuck budget and know what you're spending your fuck bucks on and Mm -hmm. really like auditing that and editing your life in that way right exactly and I think that a question that our listeners might be asking themselves or something that we've heard a lot of and we've actually had to learn about too is okay, when do you say yes and when do you say no? How do you know if something is a fuck yes or a fuck no? So besides your intuition, I really want to talk about how we've decided to shift our life and how we choose what's a fuck yes and a fuck no. So I came up with this hierarchy of needs. So I don't know if anybody's heard of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs for like just being a human that is alive, that has emotions and... For existence. Yeah. It, it basically, if you're not familiar with it, look it up. But the basic thing is that we have a pyramid of needs as humans. And on the base is our basic needs. That is our psychological needs, food, water, warmth, rest. If you don't have these things, you can't have anything above it. So the next thing goes safety, security, a roof over your head, things like that. Then you have your psychological needs and you go up the tiers. You can't have what's in the higher tiers without having what's in the lower tiers. So They're building blocks. They're building blocks, exactly. So then it, it goes like your need for love, your need for self-actualization and fulfillment. But you can't have fulfillment unless you have food, water, and shelter and financial The foundational security. tiers. Exactly. So I was doing a meditation the other day and I just thought of this 
way of deciding if something is in alignment for you, if it should be a yes or a no, because we, a, a little bit of pushback that we've gotten is, okay, so if I'm just supposed to say yes to everything in life, then what if that means that I am going to be homeless? Or go broke. Or, or go spend broke. all my money. Spend my rent check. And, and that's not what we're preaching. So, it, yeah, explain it, exactly. how to get there. Exactly. So, so basically, we don't want you saying yes to things that are not in alignment. But you're going to have to decide for yourself what's in alignment and have a r- very honest conversation with yourself on what you need and want with your life. Yeah, I think actually we talk about alignment so much and it's it is a buzzword right now in, you know, the spiritual right. and motivational space. And a lot of people you hear the word alignment but don't even know what it means, what it means for you personally or how to get there. And so I think that this tool that came to Kylie in her meditation is such a resource and it's so powerful in creating a path to discovering what your alignment really is, what it feels like, and how to get there. So I would love for you to tell everybody every part of it. Okay, okay. So here's how it goes. It is a pyramid. We have the base, and without the base fulfilled, we can't go to the next level, the next tier, basically. So on the bottom, we have your mental, physical financial and spiritual health. I want to dive into this a little bit because basically if you don't have your mental health or your physical health or your spiritual health or your financial health, which is most people's biggest concern over everything else, then you can't go to the next tier. So we start with that as we need this period over every decision that we make. We have to ask ourselves, is this in alignment with my mental health, my physical health, my financial health, and my spiritual health. So let's give an example to make this really understandable. Okay. So let's say that we are deciding if booking a vacation is in alignment. Mm -hmm. Talk us through how we would get there. Okay. So if I wanted to book a vacation or somebody asked me to book a vacation and I was trying to decide if that is in alignment with me, I would start with the base. I would say, is this vacation going to be good for my mental health? Yeah, of course it is. Or is it on the other side? Is it going to be super stressful? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe the people that want to go on vacation with you stress you out, whether that's friends, family, whatever. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. Your mental health should be the, should come first. Then your physical and financial health. So is this vacation going to impede on your finances and will you have to spend your rent check on it? You shouldn't be going on the vacation. It should be a fuck no Mm -hmm. if it's going to take away from your basic needs of financial health, physical, spiritual. So physical health, I suppose, you know, a lot of people get pulled out of alignment on vacation because we eat out, mm-hmm. we, you know, drink. eat things we wouldn't eat, we drink, we're at the poolside swim up bar. Yeah. And we, it can really skip quickly. The gym. Yes, it can really quickly pull you out of physical health. Yes, definitely. And then I think for me, like how you're talking about the spiritual health, that is is this going to be high vibrational for me? Is this going to be a high vibe experience? Is this going to bring me or 
help me continue to cultivate my inner peace. Because a lot of times, like even going over what we were talking about, the mental health, like maybe the people going on the vacation, maybe I wouldn't be able to cultivate my inner peace. Or truthfully, we go on a lot of vacations together and I always say, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. and do my kundalini yoga and stay in my daily practice. And then we we stay out the night before and I don't end up waking up. So for me, that would be a compromise of my spiritual health. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so you have to you have to start there with the base. And then we can go up to the next tier. The next tier is your life goals and aspirations. So your our base, the mental, physical, spiritual health, that is like more of a current on a day-to-day basis, your mental health, your financial health. So your, let's say the vacation is in perfect alignment of mental, physical, financial, spiritual health. Then we get to graduate to the next level. To, and look at goals and aspirations. Right. So okay. this is going to be your goals and aspirations, which is like your lifestyle. What kind of lifestyle do you want for yourself? Do you want to buy a house? Do you want to, do you aspire for, I don't know. Well, do you want to buy a house? Yes. Yeah, correct. Or like, I would say, do you want to check off? a dream bucket vacation list. bucket yes. list. Yes, exactly. So it could be a positive, well, not that anything is positive negative, but it could be both sides of the coin yeah. when asking yourself for your goals and aspirations because a lot of times we do book vacations based off of bucket list goals. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So this tier to me it is more about like, your, the lifestyle you want to live and the, the goals you have for, for the type of person you want to be, the type mm-hmm. of things you want to experience or something like that. So if you say, you know what, vacation is something that's important to me and I want that to be a part of my lifestyle, that's great. Let's go to the next tier. Okay. What's the next? The next tier is going to be fun, joy, and adventure. This is a super important tier and I think that this tier will help us understand a little bit about the the baseline and the fuck yes, fuck no thing. Because if we're thinking about it in the vacation sense, mm-hmm. a vacation most often is going to be fun, joyful, and adventurous. That's awesome. But here's the thing. We got to circle it around. And if somebody invites us on vacation or we're just looking on our own to book a vacation and we're like, wow, this is going to be so fun, joyful, and adventurous. I want to do it. That's one of my, my needs. But it's going to compromise your need below for your mental, physical, financial, spiritual health. Mm. You're going to need to check that. Mm-hmm. Because you can't have the fun, joint adventure tier <laughs> tier fulfilled. And then it's going to compromise your mental, physical, whatever. Yes. Your basic needs of what you need in your life. So I feel like this is where the... Hell yes, hell no thing comes in. And, um, yeah, I think that a lot of people, um, and we've been there too, have done things maybe spontaneously or impulsively out of wanting to fulfill this need of fun, joy, and adventure. And, we do those things and then afterwards, after doing the thing, we're like, oh shit, that yeah. might have compromised yeah. my bank account. That might have compromised my health goals. That might have right. compromised my 75 hard. 
<laughs> attempt. <laughs> yes, right? So, so this is where we come back to these two things that you may hear us say or that we say a lot that sometimes can maybe come across as contradictory, but they're not. We have this saying where we say, follow what feels good. Mm-hmm. We believe that to our core. We don't want to live a life of waiting for retirement to do the fun things, waiting until the perfect moment, the perfect whatever. We want to follow what feels good on a daily basis. And say fuck someday. Exactly. But we also say, what do you want most? So thinking about your goals and what you want most for your life or your alignment or your highest self, you have to figure out how you can have both of those live in harmony without compromising your alignment. And it comes back to your alignment because something that feels good in this moment but not in the next moment isn't actually in alignment, so you shouldn't be following that. Because that would be the highest good for right now, not, you know, the... Yeah. Or not yeah, the so highest good for right now, but but what do you want right now not what versus you want what you want most. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So... I think that's very important and I really want to stress that a lot that in order to, t- for the TFBB lifestyle and our mantras, in order to achieve what you want most and what you want right now, like what feels good right now with living a life of ultimate fulfillment, you have to look, come back to this. To this hierarchy. To this hierarchy. And so the last the last tier, there's four tiers, the last tier of this, and we'll, we'll post and we'll put in the description the, the needs so you guys can remember it, but the highest good for all is the top of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. Now, what this means is these other things have to, do with every, have to do with ourselves. The highest good for all has to do with everybody else. So... Basically, this is where people-pleasing comes in, doing things out of obligation comes in. Like if this was an invitation to a family vacation. Exactly. Which would be the highest good for all for you to be there. Let's say it was a family reunion trip or something, right? Then, of course, it's the highest good for all because you're part of the family and without you, it's incomplete and... Everybody wants you, your nieces and nephews want you, your There's that obligation. Yeah. So if you were to go straight to the top tier and say, well, it's for the highest good for all, but maybe not the highest good for me in all the lower levels, mm-hmm. then you can, you're saying you can't go straight to highest good for all. You have no, to you, can't. you have to start foundationally. Because again, it, you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. You only have so many fucks to give. To other people. And at the end of the day, they're much more worried about their fucks and who's getting their fucks and, and all that than what you're doing with yours. So if something is the highest good for all, but it's going to compromise your mental health or your financial health, like say you get invited on a bachelorette trip. Mm. That's going to be fun, joyful, and adventurous. That's going to be the highest good for all because... Your friend really wants you to come on her bachelorette trip and she loves you and blah, 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 but she uh, gives you a bill for $6,000 or whatever, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you're like, well, shit, that's, that's kind of, you know, out of my budget right now, but maybe I could squeeze it just for her because I love her or just for the fun of it because it would be fun. But then you're going to get back from that bachelorette. You're going to be stressed out. Working double time. Yeah. You're going to be like, why did I do that? Why did I spend so much money? All this stuff. 
So in the end, it's not going to be, that's not what you want most is to live in a state of stress and regret and things like that. So that's kind of the gist of our hierarchy of needs. And I don't know if you have something to add to that. But I, I think, do. Yeah. yeah. I think this is so beautiful and so definitive and digestible. I love that it came to you in a meditation. And <laughs> because Diana's the meditator around here, <laughs> not me. <laughs> I always get downloads like this. And I, this came to you in a float tank, right? I was in a float tank. Yeah, we'll have to talk about float tanks more. Those have really so got good. me going. So um, what I am thinking about when you're talking about the highest good for all is what we started this episode with, that you really have lived most years of your life mm-hmm. people-pleasing. You're such a family-oriented person, which is so admirable and beautiful, but you've given out a lot of yeses, no? Yeah. That maybe aren't fuck yeses. Right. So talking about how you've been transformed from the inside out, would you say... I guess elaborate a little bit for us on how your yeah. life has changed since you at least became aware of this mantra. Definitely, definitely. I think that um, all of these things, I, I think that this has been a domino effect for me as I've been growing in my life journey or growing up or, or in my spiritual journey, my self-development journey. As I've started to say hell yes or hell no or fuck yes or fuck no to things, I have naturally come back to this hierarchy. And so I've stopped looking at the highest good for all as the number one thing to make my decisions. I was in a long-term relationship where it was always the highest good for him. Always. And it was never the highest good for me. I compromised my life goals. I compromised my mental, physical, financial, spiritual health because it was whatever he wanted. For six years you did this. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I learned a lot going through that. And when I came out out the other end, I I told myself I would never again put someone else above myself. Because at the end of the day, they're putting themselves above me. They're putting themselves above everybody else. And that's how you should put yourself above others. And I think that was a huge lesson for me and a huge like life impact. And I've taken that into just dating in general now that I've been, you know, trying to find the right guy for me or figuring out how to date as an adult. Um, I've done a lot of people pleasing over dating too. And we, you know, you know, all my stories, but I, I don't like to say no because I see the good in people and I see their heart and I'm like, well, they're a good person. There's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with our connection, but it's like, eh, it's whatever. There's nothing special there. There's no fuck yes. And I just refuse to live a life or be in a relationship or be dating someone that's not a fuck yes because that's settling. And, Absolutely. And, yeah. and I'm going to interject here yes. because that doesn't mean that that person, you know, it, it, so many people can't receive no's, right? Yeah. Like we talked about. It's really difficult. And there's a block there. And so they immediately take offense. They get insulted or they, they go on the defense. Well, why wouldn't you want to date me? I don't understand. Like yeah. it becomes this super personal thing and you can't well you can but gently I would hope go out and say 
well, I'm not going to date you because you're not a fuck yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Even though at the core, that's true and that is okay. Right. And I think that that is such a self-aware, like higher state of living way to be is to know what friends, what partners, yeah, what career paths right. are fuck yeses and fuck noes and that it is okay to communicate that and I'm just so proud of you that you've grown to know yourself and know what you want and where you're going and who you're going to keep in that circle along the journey you know and so I would say to everybody listening look at your life yeah become a ruthless editor Look at all of the fucks that you are giving out and know that it is okay to be a yes person and a no person. You're being a fuck yes person. Right, exactly. Right? And, and it's okay to say no if it's not a fuck yes. Absolutely. And you've got to be careful with those with those fuck bucks, as Sarah says, with your tank of energy and time and money. And resources and always make sure that you're coming back to your own alignment and what is best for you and what you want for your life your lifestyle and your goals absolutely couldn't have said it better myself and I think at the top of Kylie's beautiful pyramid when you have achieved mm-hmm. all of those levels that feeling up at the pinpoint of the triangle when you are in that manifestation, you are in that experience, you are at that dinner or vacation or whatever the decision was, that feeling that you've achieved and created and manifested, that to me is alignment. Yeah, exactly. That's when you go, oh, this is alignment. This is what the fuck it bucket babes have been talking about. Exactly, exactly. So, I love it. I love it too. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. I will, um, we will post the triangle. Yeah, we will. We'll we'll get that up for you guys. We'll put it in the description so you can read exactly what this is. And we want you to come back to this. We want you to really apply it to your life. If it is something that you have resonated with, and if you're going to start using this method, please shoot us a DM. We would love to talk to you, meet you, hear how how this has resonated with you and what parts of your life you feel like you need to say fuck yes and fuck no to.